Hey, good morning, y'all. It's Monday morning. Uh, it's good to be back with you. I took a few days off last week from uh, Daily Reflections. My week got a little busy from me, and then um, the spring break, and I had a bunch of uh, little things going on. I thought, you know what, I'm going to take a little break this week. I'll be back next week. So I um, hope that you each had a wonderful week, and it's good to be back with you this morning again reading Scripture. Uh, reflecting together and getting our day off to a good start together in God's word. So, um, thanks for thanks for joining us. I hope that I uh, hope that you enjoy today and uh, have an awesome week to week this week. And I uh, had a great weekend. I know uh, we had a great weekend at church yesterday. It was a uh, great crowd. Um, good to see people starting to come back and um, having we have plenty of space. I invite you if you're in the area come worship with us this coming Sunday. I know it's going to be a blessing. Looking forward to Palm Sunday. Looking forward to Easter. Um, can't wait to see what God does. So, uh, it's good to be with you this morning as we drink our coffee and read the Bible together. Today we're looking at our gospel suggestion was um, from John's gospel, from John chapter John chapter 9. I read 9, um, 1 through around 6. As he was walking along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither this man nor his parents sinned. He was born blind, that God's works might be revealed in him. We must work while the works of him who sent me we must work the works of him who sent me while his day. Night is coming and no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had said this, he spat on the ground and made mud with the saliva, and spread the mud on the man's eyes. And then from there he told him how to go heal and be healed and things such as that. Uh, I do always like um uh, something I heard Max Lucado, I read what Max Lucado wrote one time where he said, um, if um, if Jesus can use spit and dirt to heal folks, he can use you too. That's always kind of stuck with me. So Jesus spit in the dirt, made some mud, and healed the man with that. So if Jesus can use that to heal somebody, he can use you today in some great powerful way. So um, I've always enjoyed this passage because I think I think it, it kind of hits on something that a lot of us struggle with and that a lot of us um, feel even if we don't struggle with it a lot of us kind of can feel this deep in ourselves this man was born blind and um, the disciples ask Jesus whose fault is this is it his fault that he did something wrong or is it his parents fault that they did something wrong but somebody did something wrong to cause this to have happened to this man. So who's, who, who messed up? Him or them? But somebody messed up. That's just the way it works. I mean, if he's born blind, somebody sinned, somebody messed up and caused this to happen. So just tell us who it is. You know, because there's one of them. There's one of them. And what did Jesus say? Nobody sinned. No, he, 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 he's not blind because of something he did wrong. He's not blind because of something his parents did wrong. He's blind. It's just a fact. He is blind. But I'm going to use this to show God's glory and show the light of God to a world in need of seeing it. But he's not blind because of something he did wrong or something his parents did wrong. He's blind because of... He's blind. He's you know, he's about, and, and, and God's glory will be shown through this. Um, I like that story because this parable or this account from Jesus' life, because 
I, and I'm guessing some of y'all, I don't know, maybe, maybe not, but I'm guessing some of y'all out there, when something bad goes wrong, when something happens, there's my cat, uh, so that, he ain't pretty loud right now, he's, uh, he's been, he's been fired up all morning this morning, um, when something goes wrong, when something happens, when something happens, bad happens to me, something bad happens to you, our first thought is always, at least for me it is, what did I do wrong? What, 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 where did I mess up? What did I do wrong? What did I do to cause this bad thing to happen? That's so often a mentality that it's almost ingrained within us. We almost carry with us some level of guilt, it seems as though, that when something bad happens, when something goes wrong, we're like, well, what did I do to deserve, deserve this? What did I do to deserve, deserve this? Obviously, God is mad at me for something. God is judging me for something. Uh, I've done something to deserve this to happen. Um, yeah, this is this is this bad thing has happened because I've done something wrong, and I'm receiving judgment for the thing that I've done wrong. That's how we think sometimes. God's out to get me. I've done something I shouldn't have done, and now I'm suffering the consequences for my actions. What have I done? Well, God, show me what it is that I've done wrong, and I repent of it, and then maybe you'll forgive me, and this will go away. Jesus changes how we understand that today. He says, no. This man was not born blind. This man was not blind because of something he did wrong. He's not blind because of something his parents did wrong. Jesus doesn't expand upon this in this moment, but when you read all the scripture, you see that we live in a world that's fallen. We live in a world where bad stuff happens. We live in a world where there's sin and brokenness and we live in a world that's imperfect. We live in a world that is corrupt and fallen and imperfect. That's not your fault. That's not my fault. That's not any of our faults. It, well, it's Adam and Eve's fault. It's Adam and Eve's fault because they were the first for the first persons, and they sinned. And ever since then, if you Romans eight, we should have. I might have to go back and recover and cover Romans eight. When they when they fell, all of creation fell with them. I've said in some sermon, in the sermons I've preached recently on the creed that there were several cosmic changing events in life. In history, rather, the creation when all things were created, the fall when all things fell, the cross when the wrath of God was satisfied and we were our sins were atoned for, the resurrection when death was defeated, and His return. Those events are not individual in nature, but those events are cosmic in nature, and something changed in the fabric of the universe. I know that sounds like superhero stuff, but something happened then when we were created, when he, when humanity was created. When, or when all of creation was created, when humanity fell, that changed everything. When Christ died upon the cross, the wrath of God was satisfied and we were atoned for. The resurrection broke the power of sin and death, and then he will return. We still live in a world that is corrupt. Sickness, illness, death is not God's will, his ultimate perfect will. Well, how do we know that? Look in Revelation. When all things are made right, there'll be no more sickness, pain, and death. The old will be done away with. There'll be no more tears. There'll be no more hurt. There'll be no more pain. That's not God's desire for humanity, humanity ultimately. God's desire for humanity ultimately is for none of them. But at this moment, we live in a world that's fallen, 
where there is where there is sickness and there is pain and there is blindness. So Jesus says he wasn't born blind because of anything he did. He wasn't born blind because of anything that his parents did. He was born blind. And we're gonna and that's gonna be used for God's glory. I think that's the one of the takeaways from this passage to me. First is the fact that he wasn't born blind because of anything he did or because God was out to get him. Why'd this happen? It happened so that it could be used for God's glory. Jesus is going to use this man's blindness in a way to give glory to God and to show folks that he's the Messiah. There's not a single part of our life, not a single part of our story, not a single part of who we are. Y'all know it's one of my dead horses I like to beat. There's not a single thing that happens going to happen to you in your day to day. Not a single thing. That God, through his grace, can't somehow use for his glory. That God can't somehow use for his purpose. That God can't somehow use to accomplish the task that God wants to accomplish. This man was born blind today. It wasn't because God was out to get him. It's because we live in a world that's corrupt and fallen. But God can use this man's blindness to do something amazing. There's not a single part of your life experience, not a single part of what you've gone through, not a single part of what you've experienced, not a single part of anything that's ever happened in your life that today God cannot use somehow. Not a single part, not a single part, not a single part. God can use all of you today, even the hard parts, even the difficult parts, even the rough parts, even the challenging parts, for his glory. And for your good. And for your good. So today, will you let God use all of you? Will you let him even use the hard parts, the broken parts, the fallen parts? Because God, through his grace, can use all of us. And God, through his grace, can use every part of us. So today, may we allow the Holy Spirit to search us, to show us the broken places in our life, to allow God to heal it, to allow God to even use the broken places, the hurt places, the broken places in our life for his glory. There's not a single part today of you, not a single part of your story today that God can't use. So today, let's let God use us. Hey, love you guys. Praying for you. Have an awesome day today, and we will see you bright and early tomorrow morning for our time together. Have an awesome day. See you.